Hi, welcome to Mountain Crypto. I'm your host, Shane Ripley, and today we're going to be interviewing uh, my wife, Kara Ripley, and get the real secrets of a crypto wife. So with that, I'd like to invite Kara to come on in, and we've got a few questions for you today. Wow, you look like a million bucks. <laughs> and I'm all green and wrinkled. You look gorgeous. Thank you. I think I want to marry you. You did, remember? Yeah. Okay, well, um, let me grab my coffee here. I'm okay. sorry. Very unprofessional here. But Gotta have our coffee. Gotta have our coffee. That's what keeps us busy. We can do it all. Tell me a little bit about yourself, some history, background. Well, um, I'm 42 years old, and I grew up in, like, southeast L.A., you know, suburb. And I grew up in a very conservative, um, you know, Christian home. And my parents were a bu business owners. My grandparents were business owners. And my dad, you know, they're still married, going to celebrate 50 years of marriage. Um, we had a very stable home, a very, you know, kind of no drama type house, very supportive. And, you know, my parents were more like the upper middle class of the town where we lived. And uh, they were very involved in our lives. And my dad was always, you know, dabbling in real estate and flipping houses and things like that. So that was just kind of our life. I went to uh, UC Irvine for my undergraduate studies. I have a bachelor's degree in environmental analysis and design. I was a track and field athlete. I went to uh, UCI on a track scholarship. And then I have a master's degree from Ohio University in athletic administration. Wow. <laughs> Superwoman and super mom, super chicken lady. And I have two wonderful, beautiful kids, five and two and a half, as you know. And now I'm a mom. So life has changed a lot. Got a lot harder, huh? Yes. That master's degree was a breeze, huh? Yes. All right. So let me ask you, so you're a Southern California girl. Yes. We want to get that clear. Yes. We're yes. here in the San Diego mountains I right now. I was born in Downey, California, grew up in that area most of my life and went to school, you know, college in Orange County. So I spent a lot of years in Orange County. And then, you know, we had a little time in Hawaii and then now San Diego. Got a, a piece of your heart is definitely in Hawaii. Yes. On Maui in particular. Yeah, a huge part. Yeah. yeah. And I share that with you. Um, so let's ask you, what about, uh, would you consider yourself an entrepreneur? Not really. You know, I'm more of a, like, steady, stable type person. I'm not a big risk taker. Um, you know, I'm interested in businesses and making money because my dad was that. But it wasn't, um, you know, I didn't grow up in a home where we were, like, pursuing a lot of ideas. You know, it was more just what fell into our laps from my grandparents. Right. And they were business owners, but they weren't necessarily entrepreneurs, like, trying to think bigger. They were just kind of taking care of what they were given. Okay. So, I would there's say, a difference. I yeah, think. there's a difference. You're definitely more conservative when it comes to that. 
compared to me. But I would say you are a businesswoman at heart because you wheel and deal your eggs. <laughs> yes. You've got your lipstick barn now yeah. on the Facebook and I'll like that page for any of our viewers that yeah. stumble across this. And um, also you spent a lot of years being the property manager of sorts for your father's condo on Maui. Right, right. And I think that was like with the chickens and the eggs, I just wanna pay for what we're doing. And I'm not in it from making money because I just don't want the, our chicken, you know, endeavors to put us under for our monthly family budget, you know. So I don't want to be putting so much money into that that, you know, I just want to pay for it so I can keep doing it. With the lipstick, um, Mommy's Lipstick Barn, I'm hoping to make money, but I just started that. And it gives me something to do at home because, you know, home life can be very difficult and you know with two little ones I don't have a lot for myself and so that's been more something for me right and yes I hope to make money and I want to make money but um you know I realize that I'm probably not going to become like a millionaire off of it sure sure no um, we're I think we're beyond that actually we we look at and I got some questions to talk yeah. about that a little later so we'll go into that so what do you think about crypto your likes and dislikes in a nutshell um I'll go with likes first. I think, you know, it's very, can be very exciting. It's, you know, not a lot of people are involved in it. So you kind of feel like, you know, you're in this like very, um, not, I don't want to say elite, but it's, you know. It's kind of like you believe in Bigfoot or something, really, <laughs> yeah. let's face it. <laughs> kind of. But, you know, you might meet somebody or hear something about crypto. It's like, oh, they do it too. And, you know, you yeah. have this instant like interest in it. It is very, there's an unknown factor. So, you know, the unknown is very exciting because you don't know what's going on with certain currencies and you're making predictions. And if something happens where you thought it was going to happen, it's exciting. Um, the negatives are kind of the same in that, you know, because there's lots of unknowns and it's very skeptical, you know, that can be negative too. Yeah. So it's kind of scary sometimes. Um, and I would say the biggest thing that I don't like is because of my own conviction of being on our devices so much. And that's been like the last year or two, I've been really feeling like for our family and our children, I don't, you know, enough of our life is done on the iPad, on phones. We have to do emails, just taking care of family life. I have to be on it for certain things and being a part of the community, trying to stay up on what's going on in the community for our family. You know, I'm always on the device. I feel convicted about it. So I've been wanting to minimize that. And I feel like with the crypto, you know, we're on it a lot more, a lot. especially you are. Yeah. And so our faces are down. We're not paying attention to our children and we're setting that example for them, right. which I think they're going to, they don't need it from us. They're going to get it anyways from the world they're growing up in. And so to have it reinforced at home, to have that device, I think, or be on the computer or, you know, that's just a, a huge negative for me. Trying to compartmentalize that so that they know that it's not our life, but there's time for them. Yeah. But it is something that we're doing and it's in an effort to, you know. Yeah. Um, better our our family yeah and i just but they're so young they're so they don't know all that yet so right. they just see us and not paying attention to them it's or, true you know okay so good point good point okay uh now for kind of a fun one so okay. the internet goes down what do you text your husband about 
is the minor hashing. Hashing, yes. Uh, that's awesome, man. My wife is asking if we're hashing. I love it. And she's not talking about cooking uh, hash browns. She's talking about our miners and yeah. if they're making a little bit of money or they're just sitting right. there burning electricity, right. costing because us an arm and a leg. I pay the electric bill, so I want to make sure that it's not just, you know... Run, yeah. sitting in there running because I hear it every time I go outside. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty noisy. Sounds like a small jet aircraft, yeah. right? <laughs> All right, so let's just be brutally honest and pretend like I'm not here. How do you cope being married to a crypto-aholic husband? <laughs> well, you know, I try to just be balanced about it in my viewpoint and think that, okay, you know, we have good communication, so that's a positive, and you've expressed to me that, you know, this, there's probably a couple years of opportunity, so I'm thinking, like, okay, this is not going to be forever, um, I'm trying to be open-minded, and so I try to keep an open mind about it, but, you know, sometimes it's difficult because, you know, we've had ups and downs, and we've learned a lot when we first started, so that's been, that was more difficult, and then, you know, the exciting part is, um, you know, more starting to happen. And so that's, that's something that, you know, I can kind of balance out the negatives with. Mm -hmm. So it's, okay. it's fine. It's just that for me, again, the biggest thing is the time, the time, the time, because yeah. I'm all about family life. And I think it does take away from our family life. Yeah, it does. So. And, and although I try to do a lot of the updates on my drive because I do have a lot of driving that I do um, for my, you know, my employment, my regular right. employment. Right. Um, it does take extra time to do these podcasts and the um, the YouTube videos. So we're you know hoping to get some results, positive results from that, in um, being able to you know improve the podcast and and just um, improve our family situation. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, you did mention that I said a couple years, and I just want to clarify. I do feel like uh, for a couple years, it's going to be very speculative. So it's, the market's going to be up and down like crazy. And with that crazy um, risk and, and spikes comes a lot of opportunity for, for reward. So I do feel crypto will be here in more than two years. It'll definitely be here, and it'll be huge. But uh, as like with the stock market, the winners and losers will have kind of filtered out and the market, I believe, will stabilize and there'll be a lot less opportunity for big uh, rewards, in my opinion. So just wanted to clarify that. Um, do you believe that you and your husband, me, offer anything to the crypto community in putting out these podcasts and uh, YouTube videos? And if so, what would that be? Uh, well, from the, you know, limited amount that I've seen in the crypto world, we don't fit the mold as far as, you know, the young millennial single people who are living in their parents' basements doing this, you know. Some of them are multi-millionaires yes, too, by the way. <laughs> A lot of them are. <laughs> but, you know, we are, you know, family life. Right. We are older, you know. Um, we're on our own. We're not in that generation. We're not very techie. I mean, we are, but not like they are, you know. So, I mean, you're more techie than I am, and you're very... Um, competent, but they're like 
over in another level. Sure, they're you know? building the blockchain, yeah. and folks like that are, are just definitely yeah. miles ahead of me, and for sure. And they're, you know, they're just more kind of raw. They have a rougher edge. You know, we're all about family, and so, you know, maybe older people who are like us might be intimidated to get into the crypto world because they may not feel like there's a place for them. And so I think we offer an example for this is a family, a normal family who has a house payment and who, you know, kids, kids, <laughs> kids lives are very busy. You know, we have a church family that we're involved in, you know, we're just normal people. And we're older and we didn't grow up in that, you know, techie world. And so, um, you know, they, like we pointed out, they use a lot of bad language that we don't want our children to hear. And so we don't, we're not, that's not us. So, okay. All those things. Thank you. Um, so what do you think about, I, you kind of touched on it. I was just going to ask, what do you think about our down home style and the kid friendly format? Um, you think that has a place? Um, yeah, that was, I do. You kind of covered yeah, it. Yeah, I do because okay. again, you know, that's not the norm from what I've seen in the crypto, you know, videos, and they're can be pretty rough sometimes. Yeah, it yeah. Can. You can't I, even listen to it right, from your kids. So, right, right. and even though these guys are super smart, <laughs> I'm real big on a particular coin, and uh, I think his name is Synth. Uh, if I'm saying it right, he's a genius. But wow, man, the f bombs are just intolerable. Okay, what do you? Um, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but do you favor decentralization, and if so, why? Um, you know, I probably don't have the real educated viewpoint on it, but I have a kind of a general i viewpoint and idea about it. But you know, we believe in less government less regulation, more freedom, more free market. So if that decentralization represents those things, then I think I would be supportive of that. Right, yeah. Um, because those are things that we know we believe in for anything, for not just currency, but for you know regulating our lives, whether it's our children's school or our medical care. Um, you know, we deal with a lot of issues in other areas that apply the same principles. Exactly. And so if that's applying this, those principles, yeah. then I'm for it. All right. I like that. Um, where do you see yourself with crypto in two years? Maybe, you know, kind of a personal goal. You know, I've not really thought of me, my personal goals with it. I or hope, us as a family. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I hope that we will at least know one way or the other where we've come with it and where we're going with it. Because right now I feel like we're just, there's still so much uncertainty that we don't really know what's going to happen. And I, I kind of feel like I hope we can get to a point where we're spending less time with it and it's just either working for us that so we don't have to spend much time with it or, um, you know, that maybe we pull out and, you know, because we, we made some money or I don't know. I feel like I hope that we can be less involved time-wise with it. That's probably my goal. Whether mm -hmm. we make money or don't make money, I think, you know, that's still just not in my hands. So I hope that whether we're involved, we can just it can be more passive um 
and then if it's not going to be lucrative, then, you know, we move on to some of our other goals. Right, exactly. Okay. Um, if money were no object, what would you do? I would remodel our entire house. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen first, huh? <laughs> Kitchen. I have, you know, we have 50 projects we could do right now. Right, here so, on the ranch. Yeah. yeah. I would um, buy a little farm in Maui. Oh, um, I thought you'd take me on a vacation. I didn't know you were going to buy me another farm to take care of. That means more work for me, by the way. <laughs> we could have somebody else take care of um, I would want to help somebody or help our church, for sure. That's usually number one for us. We try to always remember that. Excellent. And, um, of course, we could take a trip somewhere that we thought we'd never go to. And I'd like to give our kids an experience that they'll remember you know, besides just going to Disneyland, exactly. I, I would love for them to just have like a month to travel the country or, you know, just do something that they're going to remember the experience by and have that experience impact them versus buying them something. Yeah. Very good. Sweet. Okay. Um, I don't have any more questions. Is there anything else you'd like to add that you can think of? Um, I think you covered everything that I could give you I mean right. I don't have a lot to offer as far as you know the business side and the technical side so. no I think this is a great interview I think a lot of people appreciate it um, maybe some husbands and can share it with their wives so that they can see you know both the positives and the negatives of it um, and uh, I guess that's about all I have to say okay. too except for I'm a blessed man I'm married <laughs> to a beautiful um, caring woman that is also able to give me enough space to be the entrepreneurial nut that I am and um, I'm always brainstorming stuff and she's always takes it with a grain of, of salt maybe a whole tra uh, train load of salt actually so I appreciate that and uh, appreciate you guys that are going to be watching this in the future we only have a few subscribers right now so uh, we appreciate you watching that and this is Mountain Crypto and with that, over and out. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, and I also have the podcast still on. i got to turn that off.